0: Welcome to Kuden, the podcast for self-defense and martial arts news, interviews, techniques, and history. Hosted by Sheehan Jeffrey Miller and Shidoshi Eric White, Shihan Miller is a 13th degree black belt and master instructor of Warrior Concepts International in Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Shidoshi Miller's martial arts career spans over 30 years and has taken him around the world to train with some of the world's best martial arts masters. Shidoshi Eric White has been a student of Shihan Miller's for over a decade. Together, they will answer your questions, discuss techniques, history, and current issues important to you, the self-defense-minded citizen, and the practicing martial artist. Submit your questions by email to warriorc at warrior.com. All
1: right, and welcome to another episode of Kuden. I'm Eric White, and with me on the other side of the country right now is Shidoshi Jeffrey Miller. How are you, sir?
2: We used to have, have like, a counter between us with some, like, big-ass microphones, and now, like, we have a whole country.
1: What's up with that? It's a little harder for you to reach over and punch me now. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's not a dual, man. I've,
1: I've put I good can, distance between you and I. I, I could, get that's distance.
2: right. Control of distance. That's right. That's right, something's <laughs> right. Um, good distance, uh, let's see, good distance uh, make, good uh, good situation make. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
1: Awesome. Uh, but through, right. through the awesome awesomeness of the Internet, we can still uh, have this this chat. The Kuden, of course, came out of the whole... Um, verbal transmission of information, and and that's kind of where we came up with the name for this kind of just chat from student to teacher, and and oh, and talking about it? the various training points. And as you've said, many people have remarked how how great a format this is.
2: Well, I everybody keeps telling me how much they miss hours because uh, we haven't done one for a while. For those of you just jumping on this thing, I don't know if you're getting it through a subscription or whatever, but. Um, we haven't done one in quite a while because um, Eric moved. Damn him. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but uh, people listen to these, these podcasts and, and things like that, and and uh, they get a lot of benefit from all of these podcasts, but the biggest uh, comment I keep getting is how most of these, they're, they're almost too serious. I mean, everybody knows how serious the training is, and they want to have fun and all that, but you and I sound like we, we run our own, like, morning drive it's a work talk show kind of thing. So yeah. that works for me. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Cool well, and that. I think it
1: brings, a, it brings a realness to it that if you've been somebody training a student at the dojo and class is done and you hang around after and there's those talks about either history of the ninja or uh, different types of training that is out there, uh, it's all those little things that aren't necessarily wrapped up in the mat time on the class that really enrich your training and kind of bring it to life. And and this kind of does that. It kind of fills that kind of feeling.
2: Well, isn't that what a teacher's for? I mean, you know, I mean, think about this. I mean, and I know how many times I get comments from people by email or whatever. And I I know, you know, you've been to Japan as well. And we hear this, that there's just nothing beats dojo training. And I'm not going to dispute that. Not at all, right? But if you're just here to get techniques, right, and we've had a whole other shows on uh, whether I thought this was a real martial art or not, right? Um, if you're just here to get techniques, I mean, we live in a world where you can literally type in the name of something or type in Bujinkan curriculum or ninjutsu techniques or whatever, and YouTube and video and all these things pop up, and there's your demonstration, right? But yeah. it's really the kuden, right? That, that personal transmission. And you know, I mean, that's why we work some of the elements into our online training program that is still missing in the vast majority of the ones that are out there. And when I, I mean, when I first started our program online, like I was one of two people that were doing an online program, and now mm-hmm. they're at the Wazoo, you know. Okay, so, yeah. uh, you know, but um, there's still, I don't know, there's there's still a huge difference between, you know, signing onto a program where you're getting a little sidebar chat, I don't know, on a Facebook page or on a forum or something like that with a bunch of recordings and lessons, or you still somehow get wired in to get personal one-on-one time with your teacher where you can pose questions or you can bring up a topic and they can talk about it. And, you know, we do this, but we're really just, unless somebody sends in a topic, right, we just pick something, right? So. And we just talked about it, right? But um, the, that, that, that big thing where, you know, you need your teacher right there to answer these questions and all that, there's a way to wire that into a program, and I think we've done a pretty damn good job of it, does it?
1: Well, and, and, know, and I, kind of wait. the perfect segue in talking about one of the programs you offer, and that is the, the Platinum Inner Circle, the online ninja training. You know, we're doing this call via across the country in the power of the Internet. It lets us still do this in this yeah. format, and it's, it's kind of a great mirror for training. It's, it's not impossible to embark on someone's journey of training by using the power of the Internet to, to connect with you as a teacher. So I'd, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about that program.
2: Well, the program uh, really started from just this whole premise where I was getting a lot of emails because, you know, when I first started my web presence, Right? Um, it was just to put out a lot of information. It wasn't to be instructor of the year. It wasn't to, it wasn't even to market the school because, you know, my internet presence at that point, technology didn't allow me to just zone in on Sudbury, Pennsylvania, you know, or even the central region of Pennsylvania, right? You put it out there, it just went globally, and that's, that's what you got, right? So, so, while I put this information out, which really started as a clearinghouse place for my students, you know, the dojo students, to get information, uh, this became, uh, this, this whole thing came about because I started getting, in response to these these things that were out there, articles and whatnot, I started getting things from people, you know, um, that they don't have anybody, you know, in their area, and often what it came down to was, and they weren't moving, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, uh, you know, do I have any suggestions, right? So I would point them to videos on the YouTube channel or I would point them to articles and things like that, right? Um, and kind of dance around the, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to get involved in something where it might contradict, your, contradict something your teacher told you or, you know, whatever. Because some of these guys travel to seminars and all that, right? So people kept asking more and more, both people that were just starting and had no idea where, or how to start, right, or people that just, they've been to some seminars or they've ha- they have books, they have some videos and all that, but they were really looking for structure as if they were in a dojo. So, you know, had I given that any thought? And I let it fester for, I don't know, a good year, year and a half, something like that, and then uh, really started to think about, uh, you know, all the, all the pros and cons, right, like training with a teacher and, and, you know, what's what, what's the big benefit of training with a teacher, right? And it really is that one-on-one, real-time Q&A kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, um, so you know, when it comes to, you know, the video training and all that, which a lot of ours, I mean, we have, you remember when you were still wearing, what, a green belt or a brown belt? We shot all those things that it was, I mean, yeah. we literally, what, over a couple of days, blasted through the curriculum from white belt to black belt, right? To first read black yeah. belt. And uh, I just stripped all the sound out of those, and they're just these kind of silent demo kind of things. And then along the way, and we still do these things on a regular basis, and the guys that are in this program get a huge discount on coming to these things, but we do, like, weekend boot camps, where I will take six months of curriculum for each of these modules and shove it into two and a half days, right? Yeah. So then we recorded everything, we video recorded everything, and then, then we just kind of Cut them up into these different things and now they're in this um, they're in this program. So the videos are there right keep somebody from chasing all over, all over YouTube trying to piece things together and hoping that the, the way the technique was done from one teacher translates to the way it was done from some other teacher or even knowing whether a teacher is who they say they are or whatever right Right. And then so uh, so you know we have all the, all the stuff that I've developed for you guys at the dojo right With, between workbooks, and student worksheets and, you know, those kind of things, right? They're, they're included in there. And then what I added was, uh, things like, uh, unlimited email, uh, coaching. So, you know, if somebody's working on something and they pop, they have a question, they can hop online or use their smartphone or whatever and send me an email. And, you know, within give or take about 24 hours, depending on whether it's a holiday or whatever, right? Um, I'm going to answer back. They get, you know, they get, this unlimited, um, contact with me. And then because of the one on one kind of things and how some things are just they're just too in-depth or too difficult they're difficult enough to describe in the in the spoken word, let alone me trying to hammer out an answer that is going to take up four or five or ten pages. You know what I mean? I might as well write yeah. a book. Uh, and you know I, I do dedicate a lot of time to my students that are in this program. Um but so instead of, you know, doing things like that, if somebody sends me one of these topics or a question, uh, instead of, you know, I don't ignore it or whatever, but I'll, I'll often give them a quickie answer and say, you know what, this makes a great topic for our weekly coaching call, so I'm going to save it for that, okay? So what we then developed was, uh, and again, these are based on Eastern Standard Time in the U.S., but we have a Tuesday night call And then we have a Friday morning call, which works globally. It doesn't matter where somebody is around the world. And then for whatever reason, work, family, illness, computer blew up, whatever, right, I record all of them. So if somebody sends a question by email, and I I tell them it's going to be, I'm going to handle it on the call, or we're interacting because those calls, uh, not talking about the calls in a minute here, but everything's recorded, right? So nobody really ever misses a call they might miss an opportunity to interact live but they never miss a call right so that that takes up that that excuse or or makes up for that that thing that people have where see i don't have any personal time with my teacher because right. on those calls more often than not and and it's not always guaranteed because sometimes i'm just i'm swamped with things here or you know well, whatever there's, there's plenty to talk about. But I, I usually have a backup lesson planned, and it could be anywhere between white belt and eighth degree black belt. Okay, um, as far as where the topic would fit. But I have this lesson, and even the high level lessons, you know, I will give it in pieces so it it, it fits everybody, right? So somebody can everybody can take something away. So yeah. I'll have that. But those coaching calls are first and foremost student Q&A sessions. So somebody can literally bring anything to the table as far as a question, right? So we're not just planning these podcasts whenever. My personal students in those programs know that every week, at least three weeks out of the month, right, barring holidays and my own things or whatever, but three weeks out of the month, they're going to get a one-time, and we're on for anywhere between an hour and two and a half hours, Depend, I mean, I will be on to answer questions, right? So, yeah, my wife doesn't always like it, but, you know, it's, this is what I do and who I am. So, you know, so we're on there, right? So, uh, you know, somebody may be brand new to the program and they're asking a white belt question or a Mod 1 question about footwork and somebody else is a police officer in, well, here's a real real life thing, a police officer in Perth, Western Australia who is asking a question about handling assets, as in handling informants, because that's his job. And so we're discussing uh, 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 tune level, uh, you know, field commander kind of uh, uh, ninja supervisor kind of uh, ideas, right, and how to do those things, right? So, you know, people can, you know, when they get it, they can jump around or I have yet to have a class where where somebody jumps on and went, you know, this really doesn't, it really doesn't, um, doesn't affect me. I have, you know, I don't see where that's gonna. I mean, I have had people that are like the New Jet dot com commercials, where you know, I can hear their heads exploding, so because they're not ready for that lesson. But yeah, um, yeah so so it all works out. So we really tried to to load these things up, and we have an entire library. I mean, this program has been going on for five years now, and it actually grew out of because I, as, a, as a sampler, as a, as a way to test the waters, that's where I put that Ninja no Hachimon program in, which we could talk about some other time. But, so I had this core cool group of people that got into that program, and that was like a 10-week, a 11-week um, online program, slide presentations, the whole deal, right? And then uh, 80% of those students signed right onto the Platinum program um, because wow. it, it was going to be the same thing, but more of a curriculum-based thing, as opposed to a uh, an ex- exploration into each of these gates uh, of authentic ninja training, right? So, yeah, I'm passionate about it. I mean, this is something that uh, I, I mean, I never thought it would be as big as it is. Um, and there's some cool things we just did. I mean, we're just, we're updating the site and and all that kind of stuff. So we're putting some other things in place, which you can talk about later. But um, what what else do you want me to? I mean, did I miss well, something? Well, you know,
1: <laughs> I, it's, it's really interesting to note. I mean, y- you're going to learn the techniques and strategies and principles, and, uh, you know, you, you even kind of allow, I know, for, for ideas and, and training on somebody creating their own training group so they can create kind of uh, people around them to work with on these things. But kind of take me through what's that first step for someone coming into this. What's the first thing that's going to happen when they jump into this. Well
2: the, f- the first thing we, we have an information page which we're actually kind of updating at the moment, but the way the process normally works is uh, somebody finds out about it and they could have landed on the web page or they could have heard about it through something like this or whatever right. And so uh, the first stage is they send a, they send an email, right And uh, the email in the subject line is going to say something like call request. okay And then in that email they're going to tell me a little bit about themselves where they are in the training, if they've never done anything but they've always wanted to, past martial arts, whatever, wherever they happen to be, okay? And, um, you know, as long as they're not looking for me to make my family starve and give them everything for free or whatever, because you know as well as I do, I, I end up paying a lot for a lot of these services that can, yeah. that make up this program, right? I mean, uh, so it's it's not like I'm just, you know, everything on the web is free, just because it is for most people, you know. Uh, right. So, but anyway, as long as it's, you know, it's a fair shake and somebody's seems like they're going to be committed or whatever um, and I'm not getting, uh, uh, I'm a victim, uh, but I want to be a ninja anyway kind of thing, uh, then what I'll do is uh, I'll write back to them and acknowledge that I received it and I may ask some follow-up questions uh, related to things that they sent to me and then... <coughs> Uh, if everything is, is still copaesthetic, and, I, and I, I'll say, you know, if you're still interested, the next step is, right? Now, what I suggest we do is we get on a phone call, right? It's a complimentary session. It'll actually be a training session, um, and we're going to do a couple of things, right? And one of those things will be to discuss the program. Another thing will be for, for me to help them establish some short-term training goals that they want to see themselves achieve in the next three to six months. So before we get off that call, I will actually give them actual training things to do to accomplish those goals, regardless of whether they sign up for my program or not, okay? So, um, and then if they're okay with it, as a part of that, I'll say, you know, if you still want to do this, uh, reply back with email and give me some available days and times uh, that you'd be available for about a one-hour call. And then what I'll do is I'll compare that to my calendar, I'll contact you back, with something, and when you confirm, then we'll lock it in, and um, we'll get on the phone and talk, right? And uh, so, I mean, I'm a teacher. I'm an educator, so that's that's what I do first, right? And either way, I, I know they just wanted to learn about the program, but I'm here to make sure that people succeed and that they actually progress. So even as a part of that uh, qualification uh, process, we'll call it, right, I'm still going to give them things that they can use to add into their training or to get started or wherever they are. I don't care if this is somebody who's a showdown and they're looking to move on or somebody that's mid-Q level or somebody that's never, never stepped on the mat in ninjutsu at all or any other martial arts or self-defense program, and I'm going to give them something very specific to start working on and even point to a couple of videos on the YouTube channel or I'll send them uh, you know, a couple of articles along those uh topics that I that I have or maybe that I have that somebody else has written, right, that will get them started. And then, you know, if everything works out okay, we work them into the program and, you know, the rest is, well, it's not history because it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. So, but anyway. We're
1: yeah, manipulating so, uh,
2: time. <laughs> well, maybe. I was afraid when I first got onto this one, you wouldn't hear me for three hours because you're three hours behind. So... <laughs> Yeah, true.
1: Yeah, we're anyway. we're going thousands of miles and cross time zones, and it's it's crazy.
2: See, look at so, that. We are manipulating time.
1: You know, somebody who's kind of like listened to this, and maybe they heard this on Facebook. A friend shared it. They've people have come to this maybe from iTunes. Any number of sources that they've kind of linked into sure. the program here today. What's sure. the best way to go about getting more information on the program and reaching you?
2: Well, if you're if you're interested in the program specifically then it is in reaching me otherwise you're going to fish around on the website and try to sort through things and all that so um, the best way would be to uh send an email to uh either jm miller right or warrior c please spell the word warrior correctly you're trying to be one right so warrior c uh the word warrior and the letter c at warrior hyphen concepts with an s concepts hyphen online.com uh, and then in the subject line put the words call request or at the very minimum um, uh, NIMPO uh, or like online program info request or something like that, right? Uh, and then, you know, send me this email outlining some of the stuff I had already mentioned. Tell me about yourself and, and, and those kind of things. And that's how it gets started. I mean, that's how it's always been done traditionally, right? The, te- the student seeks out the teacher um, yep. Historically, the teacher didn't do what we now have to do, and that's advertising. Whether somebody wants to call it advertising or not, if you've got a Facebook page up about your dojo and you're posting things, including information about how to call for information, that's advertising. But yeah. you know that because you were in advertising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing how many people want to skirt that, you know? Right. <laughs> Call it promotion. Call it marketing. Calling it, call it getting the word out. Call it whatever right. you want, right? You know, we all, as long we as all ego's happy, is. that's right. As, <laughs> ego, as long as ego's happy, everybody will be happy, right? <laughs> Sorry, well, there we go I, again.
1: <laughs> I definitely urge you, if, if you're listening to this, go ahead and, and, and reach out if you're thinking about it. I mean, that's kind of unprecedented access, really. Send an email and get a call and get to talk right to you and figure out if this program's right. Uh, that's that's phenomenal access right there. So,
2: yeah, and that, let me let me throw in a little let me throw in a little caveat here, or caveat or however you want to pronounce it, right? Um, uh, I have to warn folks. You know this because you've been around for a long time. Uh, our curriculum is not laid out the way most most uh yeah students or most schools' curriculum are right i mean there there are some out there that actually have a well structured curriculum and all that stuff right uh, but even so, a lot of the curriculum is still laid out uh like a lot of martial arts curriculum is laid out, and that is where you know these techniques are easier. So they go over here, and this, these techniques are harder. So they go in the intermediate section, and these techniques over here are harder. So they go, um, or they're laid out by lineage or whatever, right? Ours yeah. are laid out based on most common street attacks. Let's get that handled first with the uh, most basic of principles. Even if you're just working the idea, even even if your title's suit's not like you know game on, right? And then every level changes attacker type, changes defensive response, and, cha- yeah. and and depends on the fact that you have uh, integrated and gained some proficiency with those levels below. So right. it's based on skill proficiency, right? It's not based on, okay, at this level I'm working on X, Y, Z. At this level I'm working on... So, you know, even, uh, even folks that have gotten involved uh, that have done training before... Uh, most of these, so I, I don't, as a matter of fact, I don't have anyone who's ever jumped in at a midpoint, and they could, right? Um, the, the program is very flexible, they could, but everyone, after taking a look at the curriculum, almost always starts at square one to make mm-hmm. sure that they're not missing anything along the way. And, um, you know, it's just because my, my focus, and while everybody can say this, my focus is this, and it's Based on street-level self-defense, because of my my upbra- upbringing, growing up in the inner city, I mean, all the reasons that brought me to martial arts and brought me to need it to right? I mean, that's that's the way it's built, right? And people aren't train for any reason that they want. Um, you know, I've got some people that jumped in. They, I have a, a police officer who's now a corrections officer from Texas. Uh, two, two black belts under his under his um, under his proverbial belt, right, from different martial arts, um, plus police self-defense training and all that kind of stuff, right, came to Nijutsu uh, Bujinkan because of the principles and concepts Um, but, you know, he he has a fairly decent handle on self-defense and he's already manhandled more than his fair share of people during his career, so he hasn't been as diligent with the techniques as most people would think, but the psychology, the strategic thinking, the tactical application, uh, you know, all of those things, the the communication skills, all those things, right? Those are the things that we're talking about on the the weekly calls with him because those are the things he's putting right to work. Um, You know, he works in a jungle, for God's sake. You know, he works in a prison. So, um, yeah, so it's, you know... So a lot of these guys, one guy works on loss prevention, same thing, right? How do I approach, how do I, work, how do I you know, use henso Jutsu, this guy's impersonation uh, skills to a better degree, so that this guy who's shoplifting doesn't perceive me, doesn't get the heebie-jeebies like somebody's watching him because I'm watching him, right? Mm-hmm. How do I, if I think somebody is a fighter or they, I think that they uh, might pull a weapon? Right, what's the best angle to approach in on, so that if they do take action, I can stay covered and get them into a restraint, um, a restraining hold, as quickly as possible. You know, and these are fairly new guys to the to this system, so technically they're still in mod one, but they're working on very high end level psychology things. So, you know, I, I don't not all that super rigid about. Uh, While well somebody could go through it as a black belt. Ninpo Taijutsu program, uh, there's just so much more to it. It's, as I, as I describe in, in, uh, once somebody gets into the dashboard area of the online, uh, you know, student area, uh, I, I flat out tell them this is a very robust program. So don't yeah. think that, you know, because you're working through the physical techniques this way that we're going to, keep you, you know, down as far as philosophy and all that stuff. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm teaching this stuff the way um, the way I believe it should be taught because it, as, when I, as soon as, you know, you become a Shidoshi, you you have Hatsumi Sensei's authority to create whatever curriculum you think is going to be best suited for your students. So that's why I don't copy everybody else's, right? Yeah. Um, but on top of that, the way I was introduced to things like the philosophy and the strategic thinking and all that was just it wasn't in incremental steps. It was here you go you know and (laughs) sort it out. Right? So yeah. And then we've got all these other programs you mentioned the instructor training program all these other ones that branch out from that because some people run Dojo. Right? So some people uh, literally borrow my lesson plans. Some people borrow the curriculum. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just it's it's but it's a good it's an excellent place to start if that's what uh, if that's what someone's focus is. Right. right. So, yeah. Cool
1: well, stuff. Well, it's now it's now on you if you're listening and and this is something that you're ready to to dive into something that gets this deep to uh, to reach out with that email, get a hold of Shadoshi Miller and take that first step. We've got lots more we can talk about. In fact, uh, if you're gonna listen to this in some episodic fashion, you may get it on the next one. If you're coming at it from some random angle from the universe, then you'll get to it when you get to it. But (laughs) you are going to be embarking on a trip here very soon uh, to Japan for some training. And I want to talk to you a little bit and get kind of a before because when you come back, I want to get the after. So that's coming up on another episode
0: of Okay. Thank you for listening to Kuden, the podcast for self-defense and martial arts news, interviews, techniques, and history. For more information on upcoming martial arts seminars, camps, and classes with Sheehan Miller, or to submit a question or discussion topic to the show, call 570-988-2228 or visit warrior-concepts-online.com.